Everybody, I'd like to welcome y'all to episode two of the Vision Podcast. I'm Frank the Third. Um, I like to pass it off to my guy Calvin. Go ahead, Calvin, introduce yourself. Hey, what up, Cal? Uh, mixer, engineer, producer, all that. I'm oh. JB Roy, artist, musician, singer, rapper, whatever you want. Hey, I'm Young Ross, producer and artist. Big Black. I'm Rock So, I'm an artist, I'm an engineer. Hola. The black artist. Matt Dabbling, and I'm a music enthusiast and a free thinker. Bad, bad, bad. All right, here we go, everybody. Like I said, episode two, um, I want to start off, uh, as y'all know, everybody here, most of the people here uh, have something to do with music. Um, so I want to hear, like, what everybody has heard this week. Anybody heard any new music that they like? Anything we should check out? You know, whether it's our stuff or somebody else's. <clears throat> I like that What's Poppin' remix. Oh, who's on there? Lil Wayne on there. Wayne on there. Oh, the I did hear that. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I think Tory Lane on there. You know, Tory Lane's uh, on there and the baby. Oh, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out because Jack Harlow, he definitely he definitely going hard right now. Yeah, he's going hard. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I heard that uh <laughs> JB keep hearing me say it, but that new T Grizzly is pretty hard too. I'm not even he only sold only sold nineteen K his first week. You said he only sold nineteen K? Yeah, ain't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, I mean, too, you got to kind of look at what's going on right now, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, because to be honest, like, if we want to just break it down, him as an artist, he's harder than a lot of people in the industry. So I definitely feel like what's going on right now got a lot to do with sales. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't really judge him too much about what he sold from this first album. So, or this last album. So. I mean, shit, it's the digital era anyway, so niggas ain't really stopping yeah. shit no more. It's about streaming. Facts, facts, and promotion. It's promotion got to be right, especially yeah. like through this Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff, man. Right. Your stuff even hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like so. times like this is harder for like an artist like T Grizzly only because his like fan base is limited. Facts. Like people like us, like we know who T Grizzly is. But just think about like people who who don't know about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking for some T Grizzly stuff. Like, but everybody's looking for Drake, you know, J Cole, all these other people. People Man, ain't looking for T Grizzly like that. So <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. It's definitely a hard time right now. Like people like Meek Mill can easily overshadow, uh, you know, T Grizzly right now because he's just already out there. You right. Know what I'm saying? So. Ain't that yeah. Meek uh, Mill on that T-Grizzly? Yeah, Mill, they, uh, that's one of the hardest songs on there, too. What's it called? You know The one with Meek Mill? It's like yeah. Eagles or something. Yeah, that's it, dude. Yeah, it's hard. Like, he on the hook. He, he got he do the hook on that song. Anybody else heard anything new? Anything? The young, bo- young boy just dropped some new stuff. You know what I'm saying? He dropped Man, a new track. We- when young boy ain't drops, man, I can't even keep up with young boy. I mean, I respect the hustle, but I can't even keep up, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he got that song with little baby, yeah, he got this song with little baby, he got a heart, he dropped too. Nice, that's what's up. I gotta check all that out for real. So, what uh, so what everybody got going on right now, like individually, like in their music and stuff like that? Like, let me hear from you, Rock, because I, I mean, we ain't really talked like in a minute what you got going on right now i'm, I'm working on recording my my album zona lake yeah so but you know i'm waiting on my engineer right now i'm like in the middle of that right now because you know this whole covid shit so they had to shut down the studio and all that yeah. but um yeah i'm just trying to get that together right now and i'm working on these videos matter of fact i'm gonna shoot a video later today you feel okay. me this song i got called hold on i don't know if you ever heard of kid double o nah where you from 
Um, he be out. He be out there in Ogden. He was out in Ogden for a minute, but he moved to Vegas now. But, okay. Um, he, he flew in yesterday and shit. So we supposed to shoot that video later today around like four. Okay, that's what's yeah. up, bro. Yeah, so I'm just working on trying to get some videos done and just trying to get some music out there. You feel me? Because with this whole COVID thing, it's like it's like hard to drop something because you don't even know what to do with it for real, for real. Yeah, bro, it's yeah. hard. You don't you don't know who's paying attention right now. Shit crazy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And D, D, think about that too. D, like we talking about Rock Zoe, like T Grizzly, way more famous than Rock. You know what I mean? Any of us. So if it's hard for him, obviously it's gonna be hard for us. Which I mean, definitely ain't supposed it's to deter us from dropping stuff, but everybody, the, the cool thing about this is we just got to find our way on, you know, how to be organic and how to, you know, get people to listen. So, yeah, the climate nah. crazy right now, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we got to look at what, what, like, where the marketing situation is changing because, like, if you think about it, the most money artists used to make was off tours and shit like that. You feel me? And that's right. not even going to really be a thing for a minute right now. So, like, mm -hmm. we got to look at other shit, like, like how Travis Scott did that thing with, um, with Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Like, something, something that like that. And we can't get to that type of level right now, but we can just, just that's a whole different way. You feel me? Nobody ever thought about before, but it's Creativity. a way to get mad income. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Creativity. Great. What hey uh and just to touch on that real quick too, I was talking to somebody yesterday. If you think about it, a lot of a lot of artists right now, like they're doing features for, for cheap too. Because they're yeah. not they're not able to get that show money too. So that's another good thing to look into, you know, if anybody, you know, got the bread to put up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jada Kiss right now, he's looking for artists. I don't know if y'all seen that. Yeah, oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah, like I tagged y'all boys in it. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, that's right. JP did tag us in there. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I definitely, definitely got to shoot him some yeah, stuff. About to, about to die. Hey, oh yeah. So what's up? You about to drop something, Ross? Oh no, I said my my phone. Is oh, what you got going on? What you got going on? Oh shit, man, I'm just uh, I'm just stacking my catalog, bro. You know, we got yeah. some shit coming. Me and JB mixtape, and me and mm. Samir mixtape, and I, I'm gonna probably do a solo tape, but. The catalog is getting stacked because I got yeah. mixtapes. Worth, like, I got a gang of music. I could drop like at least three or four mixtapes. So just and then trying to get that video, the videos. Because, yeah. you know, since we can't really do shows, I feel like videos is where it's at because people can still see you. So I think, I think we need to hear videos and shit. Yep. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. What about you, D? D Black? D Black. Hey, what just happened? Say, so what you got going on? What you got coming up? I know me and you, we supposed to be working on our mixtape, but what else you got going up individually? Like, you got some stuff that you already had in the works that you're trying to get done? Like, what, what's going on? Yeah, man, I mean, shit, honestly, since I've been out here, I've just been shooting with Wilson, so I got, like, Six videos done. We got, I got a tape with you coming out. I got a tape with Rock Zoe. Yeah. Low IQ been coming to the house. We got a tape. And then I just got, you know, the stacking catalog, man. Just trying to figure yeah. out how to market it, really. It's nothing too big, bro. Thanks, so thanks. It, it get popping, like, I'm a, I'll just be ready to drop stuff on time. You know what I mean? The stacking catalog. Thanks. JB, what about you, JB? What you got going? <clears throat> same, same thing. So me and Low IQ, we got a tape out right now. Mm -hmm. Me and Ross, we got we got a tape. Well, me and Low IQ, we got our tape out right now. Out of Storm, out right now on all platforms. Yeah. And then me and Ross got a couple singles out, Payroll. And then we got She The Type that just dropped last month. So mm -hmm. and then we got a tape coming out too. And then honestly, I'm, I'm probably gonna drop a solo tape by myself. And then... Um, just trying to get videos, man. That's really what it is. Got video. We got some videos that we already shot. We just trying to get them, get them edited, so we can get them out to the world, to the people. Just grinding, man. And trying to find different ways. Like he say, marketing. That's the number one thing. Yeah. I'm trying to do. Marketing and building connections. Uh, what? So, Cal, Cal Teo, what about y'all? Like, as as D, as like Cal, you as a producer, Teo, you as a DJ. Like, what y'all, what y'all got in the works? Or like, what y'all got going on right now? 
I know Tail is kind of different for you right now because, I mean, it ain't really no clubs and stuff open, so you can't do your, your full-time DJ thing. But, like, tell us a little bit about that. And then, Cal, I want to hear what you got going on, too. Yeah. Are you guys able to hear me right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, now it's just like... I'm moving down the town. I can't even Hey, Tail, come in a little bit, Tail. You kind of low. You just a little low. Am I good now? Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, pretty much right now, it's getting pretty weird. Just with everything around town, connections with most promoters. So, in the time, everything normal, I'll be good to go. As far as now, so you basically just working on your connections and setting stuff up for when everything open back up, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's up? So Cal, what Cal, what about you, Cal? What you got work? What you got going? I know you've been doing like the mixing and for everybody in here and then you got beats. Like what's up? You playing on like a mixtape, like a like almost like on some DJ Khaled type stuff. Like you got, you want to do something like that? Uh, I mean, eventually. I mean, I don't really have nothing planned like that. I've just been working. I've been working on the mixes, just trying to level up the mix. And uh, as far as my sound for producers, uh, my producer stuff, I've just been just working on my signature sound, just trying stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really, I really haven't found my signature sound yet. Um, so I just been really experimental, you know what I mean. So, so facts, facts, and then so me personally, like uh, I'm I'm gonna draw my first single uh, here probably early in this uh, coming up in July with me and JB Roy. Um, we're gonna drop "Settle Down." Um, we just need we need to we need to get Cal to mix that. Um, hey, JB, your vocals, your vocals wasn't in the Dropbox either, bro. We, we so we got to get that, and then. Um, me and D Black, we we gonna start working on our mixtape. Like we got our beats and stuff together. So I mean, that's really all I got coming up right now is my first single, and then me and D Black mixtape, and then I'm just gonna kind of go from there. So that's pretty much it right now. Um, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to get in like to the uh, uh, to the first topic right now because you know I've been hearing some crazy stuff going on in the media, like with uh with inequalities and, uh, you know, athletes speaking out. Like, people people feel like because, you know, if I'm an athlete, like, let's let's take somebody like LeBron James for for, for instance, right? They think just because, like, they paying him millions of dollars, like, he doesn't have the voice or he shouldn't be speaking up. Like, we got to remember where LeBron James came from. LeBron James came from Akron, Ohio, like slums, you know what I'm saying? Like sleeping on his friends' couches and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, they feel like he shouldn't have the voice or he shouldn't be speaking on what's going on right now because of his situation currently. But you got to remember LeBron James came from situations like all of us. Like He came from nothing. So he still knows how it is. He just was fortunate enough to be in a better position. So I feel like since me personally, I feel like since he has that platform, I feel like I do want LeBron James to speak up for me. I don't feel like he should be quiet. I feel like he should be the one speaking up for me. So everything that like people like LeBron are doing and these athletes are doing, I personally I love it. Like what do y'all what do y'all think? I agree. <clears throat> I, I seen um when that lady was like LeBron should shut up and dribble. Yeah. It was to me that was like mad ignorant, but at the same time I'm glad she said that because it shows how how ignorant they are, you feel me? Like, because exactly. like, yeah, yeah, I feel like just because he's getting a check now, he's supposed to turn his back on the issues that's going on in the community. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you know what I mean. She said that so people could really see how like they really move and how they think because that yeah. they feel like oh they paying you, you are a puppet now. Exactly. That's how. That's how I feel. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Right. I, I feel like it's important for people with his type of status to keep speaking out because just people just without a status like that, they're not going to be heard. So we need the people who are going to be heard to keep exactly. speaking out. Exactly. So I, I'm all with it. Yep. He got the platform to do it. Yeah. That's, that's the same shit if we had the platform to do it. We'll do exactly. it. I know exactly. how I do it. 
For sure. I would too. I would too. Because these these your peoples, you feel me? Yeah. Did you guys see the Dave Chappelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't see it. I heard it. I heard it, though. I heard it, it, really, it really wasn't on, like, no comedy shit, which I thought, you know, it was going to be comedy. You know, it was some fun. It was some shit here and there that made you laugh. But mm. it was more, like, on some serious powerful. shit. Like, it was powerful, dog. Yeah, because he, what? what he did, what he did, Zo, I feel like he took his platform, bro, and took advantage of it. He did. And, and did you see um what he said about Don Lemon and, and the response? What was it? Cause I seen it. It was like two weeks ago. I watched it. What 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 did he say? Okay, so what what got me tight is that. So he was pretty much saying that um Don Lemon was like how people like him and other celebrities should come out and use their platform and stuff like that. But he was coming out and saying, you know, we're just regular people and this, this and that, and pretty much saying that Don Lemon shouldn't like pretty much look at him and other people that as celebrities to come out and issues like that. So, mm-hmm. but the thing that had got me tight about it is that the people who worked with Don Lemon at the news place, yeah. when, when they wanted his reaction about what Dave Chappelle said about him, it was like, it was like pretty much everything you deal with with co- co-workers. I don't know, like if you ever had co-workers that be hating, just, you know, try to take your position or something like that. Just, you know, it, it was the same exact thing. It was like, oh, did you hear what Dave Chappelle said about you? I mean, he, he, he really, it, it was... He ripped you a new one, pretty much, is what he was saying. But it's like, he was trying to make Don Lemon go against Dave Chappelle, pretty much. That's like, devil's advocate about. type shit, like... Exactly, you know what I'm saying? But I respect Don Lemon so much because he didn't let him do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was like, I, he said, I have a platform, he has a platform, and I feel like we should be using it for the greater good and not to tear something up. If, exactly. if Dave Chappelle has anything that he said, that um he said about me that he doesn't agree with, then... That's something that we could talk about over the phone. I'm not going to do this back and forth situation. And I respected him so much for that because I noticed what they were trying to do. They were like literally calling him out, calling out um Don Lemon or Dave Chappelle calling out Don Lemon, trying to get them to be like on some, oh, well, he's he was drunk and he was ignorant and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what they want. And he allowed them to do that. Yeah, I respect that too, man. That's what somebody always try to come in and flip your words. Like, that's why, too, when you, when you got a face or you being interviewed or anything, like, you got to really be careful with, 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 like, the words you choose. That's why, I like, D-Black, like, I respect, um, like, your interview. I watched your interview the other day on the news, and it was pretty good, bro. Like, uh, like the words and everything, I feel like you chose the right words. I feel like everything was thought about. I feel like you didn't say the wrong thing. I feel like there's no way, like, they could take the words that you said and try to twist them. You know what I'm saying? So I feel you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, any, anybody else got uh, anything they want to talk about on that situation? Just, like, with the athletes speaking up and the, you know, the inequalities or? It's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin the I mean, jazz. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think as athletes, we need to know, like, we got all the power. Like, the power is not in the owners. The power is not in the league. The power is within us. Um, if you look at what the Black Negro League did when the baseball, they said, fuck MLB. We're going to create our own league. And they had more ticket sales, more revenue, more everything. And they were like, oh, hell no. We can't let these niggas know that they're more powerful. Let's Let's get the league back. So I feel like... If mm-hmm. athletes really want to take the stand, we need to make our own league and start putting people that look like us in position to win. That way we can start really funding our communities and doing stuff our way because that will be a great source of income for us It's all because it's all about money. We want change. We got to have money. I'm glad you brought that up because that's going to take us into the next topic. So I definitely I'm going to touch on that again. Matt, what, what's your thoughts real quick? Oh, I was just... It, when when you talk about athletes speaking up, Donovan Mitchell's been really vocal about what's going on, and then not not necessarily really vocal, but he said enough consistently to to really showcase how he feels. And then um, with his latest little Twitter bit and 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 the way that Utah kind of reacted, or I, I won't say Utah, but I would say a, a, a good mix of both. Um, a lot of jazz fans reacting negatively to it and so um you know in turn he got on there and was like you know you want to love us when we're on the court and and cheer for us and everything else but you know not give us the time of day otherwise and uh it's 
particularly heartbreaking for me because I, I, I agree with him, obviously. Um, but it's just another one of those situations where as a Utah fan, I'm going to have to consistently watch good talent and, and good people not want to play in my state due to um, some of the people here, man. Um, so it, it, it's just, it's, it's a heartbreaking situation for me, but I, I respect that man. And, and um, I, I love that he still is, is continuing to speak up even through, you know, adversity from his fan base and, and, you know, what that could eventually cost him as far as like his initial branding and, and all the work he's put into his marketing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I respect him too, but I know like everybody that's kind of against them right now and talking, talking all this shit. Once the ball go up again, once they start playing and he out there averaging 30 points and everything, they going to forget about it. And they going to act like they didn't say those things that they were saying about him too. So. I just feel like it's crazy, and I respect him right now for being oh, yeah. a boy. And when his, when his contract's up, they'll have billboards up for him, too, and, oh, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And yep. I think it'll just, be too late. Yeah, just like, you know, Darren Williams. Like, they, <laughs> Darren Williams got up out of here, man, but they, they didn't really want to see him go, you know? Same thing with Gordon Hayward, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, and yeah, so uh, next thing I wanted to touch on, too, was uh, how the NBA season is getting ready to start back up. I think it's like July 30th or something like that. It starts yeah, back yeah. up. The first game is the 30th. It's the 30th, right? Yeah, like it's like the Clippers. Yeah, so they starting it off nice. I, I know I'm going. I'm definitely going to be tuned in. Um, but what do y'all think right now about you know certain players saying they're going to sit out? Like For certain, the players certain players that saying they're going to sit out. Yeah, so it's certain players that's right now they're saying they're going to sit out. You know, and um, some of the reasons are, you know, like health with all the COVID stuff. Uh, some people use a family. Um, and then some people is just their beliefs. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie Irving being one. I heard uh, Kevin Durant say, you know, definitely like if I was healthy and ready to play, I would probably sit out right now too. And, you know, that's, that's, his, that's his belief. So I just want to hear, like, what do y'all think right now about, you know, people choosing to sit out right now uh, awesome. during the restart of the NBA? Awesome. I think it's great. The focus is not on the NBA right now. We're in a world crisis. The yeah. focus should be on the world and what we're going to do to get it better as humans and as and what we're going to do to fix this problem that we got in the world. Of course, it's going to be here forever. Yeah. Honestly, you got to ask yourself, who's going to be really paying attention to sports right now? I think it yeah. may be a good getaway. So, you know, people can get their mind off these for sure, but it's not going to be as significant as if everything was okay in the regular world. So, so I'm I'm glad you brought that up too because like Kyrie Irving is one of the people who is uh, you know was talking about sitting out, and um, he also kind of touched on what you said like how baseball had like the Negro League. He feels like the NBA should do something like that, do an all black with it. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, I feel like niggas is scared of massa until. Until we start overfearing and stop fearing, like, oh, what we going, what the consequences are going to be, and so we start taking care of our own, bro. I feel like it's a great idea. We should create our own leagues. I, 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 I've been saying that we should create our own leagues, bro. That way we don't, we don't have to deal with their rules in our league. It don't make no sense why the league is 85 percent black in both leagues and it's controlled by white people. So here's my question too, like to counter that. Anybody could jump in on this. Um, do you feel like, like, do y'all feel like uh, starting an all-black league? Do y'all feel like that helps the problem? I mean, do, do y'all feel like, do y'all feel like that helps the problem, or is counterproductive? Because at the same time, too, we could look at it like, damn, like right now we need everybody to come together. And does an all-black league stop that? You know what I'm saying? I don't talking? think it should be an all-black league. I think it should be a, a league black of black home. ownership. Yeah, black, black. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And, and I like black owners, has we can, to be we control our own. It could what be like, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, what you I, say. I, I agree. I agree with Rock. We with black ownership, and we control our own. Like, of course, if a Mexican white dude want to play, yeah, y'all can play. But I'm just saying, like, how they control their leagues, we gonna control our own leagues. Yeah. See, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear some clarity because when you hear all black league, like people take that as oh, they only want black people in that league. That's what I want to hear. Like, people need to hear that broken down yeah. a little bit more. I feel like you know? it's not even about, yeah, I feel like, it's just only, like, making stuff just only black. It's about us gaining control 
Can't you know, draw. Because, like being at the top at the in the meetings with you feel me? Yeah, like we need to be in a power meeting. We have meetings. It's like it's like more than just one of us. It's like three, four, five of us. You feel me? Yeah. And we gotta say so. We got some pull. We ain't just up in there just shaking hands and kissing babies. We in there. We making moves too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because the problem without without it is that you you have like a lot of people right now who owns the leagues and stuff like that, who's just have like low key, like racist intentions and all of that. And you can see it when they do things like suspend their players fighting for a cause when they mm-hmm. nailed on the Hell yeah, bro. Have you, or something like have you that. read you know the book? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. They said that in the book, Million Dollar Slave. Have y'all read that book? No. Nah. 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 Bro, read that, read that book. They said them niggas go in the meeting and be like, hey Chuck, you wanna wanna uh sit courtside and let's talk about some business? We can watch my players play. Like <laughs> that's how they talk about it, bro. They <laughs> it's strictly a farm, bro. It's a it's a farm, bro. It's a business. Mm-hmm. I think whenever you have um any any sort of organization, period, whether it, it's government, whether it's police or whether it's ownership in, in business, if you're an international business, if you're a, a U.S. business, I think that your ownership and, and your power dynamics should match the, the or at least have a similar ratio to, to the makeup of um, the, the people that make up the, your, your business or, you know, slash your target audience. So I agree with you when I, I there, there's all white ownership and almost all of sports and that's bad um you know if if there's 85 percent of the players are black i mean there, there should be equal amount of black ownership in the league there should be an equal amount of um black executives in the league and 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 mm-hmm. um you know black say in the league ultimately uh and and i agree with a player league um which is the last I heard that's kind of what Kyrie was saying was a, was a player led league, which a player led league would have power dynamics based on that, right. On, on the ratios of, of, you know, who's there and and who's next up for the job. But I I believe the same in, in large companies. I believe the same in, in police forces. I believe the same in everything that you have to, you know, have, have that common ground and have, you know, people who are of the people being the ones leading people. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Great, also, great way to put it. I also mm-hmm. think like, you know, like for the people who are like going to decide to play like with the NBA startup, I think at the same time, like somebody like Kyrie Irving, like we, we want to see Kyrie Irving play, but I'm not the one to sit here and say, oh, uh, you, you're being, you're being stupid. You should play. Like, no, that's, yeah, not, not, that's, that that's not on me to say. But at the same time, too, because I, I love watching Kyrie Irving play. I think he's one of the best guards in the NBA. I think he could also, if he wanted to, I think he could look, I think he could take advantage of that platform, you know, when they play. Because people people ain't going to have no choice but to listen. But like I said, whatever Kyrie Irving want to do is what Kyrie Irving wants to do. Like, he has his beliefs and everything. And, I mean, all you could do is respect it. Me, personally. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, and like for the NBA to come back, I don't blame players for trying to um, feel like a experiment test, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's why a lot of players don't want to come back too. And I mean, that's how I feel as well, because they're just going to put them like in a in a bubble pretty much. And in my eyes, it's kind of like an experiment for the rest of the world to see. Yeah, they said. It is, it is. Like, 20 players already tested positive. I yeah. think it might have been more than that. So, yeah. like, are they gonna be hooping without fans? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so because, like, it makes no sense too. Because it's like, how y'all trying to push for the NBA to come back up? And it's like we have 2.5 million cases right now. And then what? Like, it just don't make yeah, sense. Like it's surging. But then they're gonna man. force us. They, but then they're gonna force us as as, as citizens, or whatever, to go out and can't even co- communicate with each other without a face mask on and social distancing and all this other stuff. If y'all wanna start up the NBA league and all this other shit, that's not even important. It, it, it makes me believe. It makes me think about too. Like you know, everybody's scared. They losing their money. You know, like the yeah. NBA owners and stuff. They like, we gotta get this shit going. We gotta get these TV views because I need some. I need my money. You know what I'm saying? 
That's that shut up and dribble mat, uh, attitude again. That shut up and dribble attitude. Yeah. It is. I mean, they just want and to it is. And, and that's why I'm not against whoever wants to sit out. Like, I think Avery Bradley from the Lakers is sitting out. I think Dwight Howard is considering sitting out. Like I'm saying, I want to see all these dudes play because I love basketball and ain't nothing else to watch on TV. I'm done with Netflix and all that shit. So, um, but if that's, if that's what they believe, that's what they believe. Because they might got a lot more insight to this shit than we do, too. You know what I'm saying? So, why you say you, why you say you done with Netflix? Bro, I watch that shit too much. That's uh, <laughs> I'm on that Disney Plus going, Brad. Nah, nothing against Netflix, but I mean, shit, I'm just tired. I done seen everything on there by now, shit. So, and what y'all That's something that kind of had me iffy. Like, after the whole protest thing, they started doing some Black Pride type of category, and I'm just like, that's just trying to profit off of the situation. Yeah, I, I, I see like that. I don't like that. Yeah, like right when you turn it it's on. Like, why we didn't have that before? Like now you realize you should do it because you see that you know what I mean. Like you. Yeah, feel it's like, just like oh, even on like, video games too. Man, two K, hey, hey. Call of Duty, everybody's on my Black Lives Matter now. Yeah, hey, yeah. Like, where was key? that before? They, hey, on the lowest key, they, they using Black Lives Matter as a marketing scheme, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Real shit. It is, bro. Man, y'all, yeah, just be mindful of that. Just, if, you, if you look around, you'll see. You'll see, like, okay, yeah. these dudes just trying to, they trying to Profit. get money off this, man. Yeah, you think about it. You see something so, you see something so much, you want to know more about it. You know what I mean? And you see something so much, you hear about it so much, it stays in your mind. So if you start seeing Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, you want to look into it. And then if you ain't aware of this shit and you, re and you realize that it's a problem because you keep seeing it, that goes back into the donation thing. Like people are like, oh shit, let me donate to this cause. Let me donate to this cause. But where's that, where that money going? But you know I feel like some of these companies are afraid to lose the black dollar because they know how powerful Thank you. Is. Thank you. It's not yeah. genuine. It's not even that, genuine. bro. I swear. Mm -hmm. I've never seen no shit like this. And this shit been going on for so long. I never yeah. seen no shit like that. Um, yesterday, I just seen Princeton. <laughs> Princeton is removing, what's his name? Woodrow Wilson from the, yeah. his statue or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, like, I didn't know he had all these racist. Yeah, y'all didn't know that. Before, like, why, like, like, why that wouldn't get moved before? Like, oh, it's just that they want the black dollar. To see that shit. Yeah, that's not the only statue either. They removing all these statues now that got anything to do with that shit. So, mm -hmm. I mean, like, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm glad you doing it now. But like nigga, like that shit, like this should have been happening, bro. Exactly. A long time ago, a long time ago, and that's why that's why like I'm not against like uh, I'm not I'm not against like I'm not gonna say I'm against uh, how people are acting right now like at these protests. Like some people are doing it in that restaurant. Yeah, sometimes sometimes like I said, you got to be loud for people to actually hear you. So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sit here and say I'm against it, you know, but. Like, like now that we in, now that we into the BLM movement, like one thing that, that it, like I said, it pissed me off this week. I was on Facebook, and I don't usually like to speak up on Facebook and get into it or anything like that. But I heard somebody say that uh, the BL, the BLM movement, Black Lives Matter movement, is a terrorist group. Like, bro, I'm not trying to hear that. Like, if you think bro, that's I'm not a even gonna entertain group, that, bro. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't even entertain. If, if you think that's a serious group, I would like to hear what you thought about the KKK. What did you think about that? You know what I'm saying? Bro. Like that's They still alive, alive, too, though. That's the crazy thing. Not that's what I'm saying. So Alive and well and, and, and doing it in a much in a much sneakier fashion. They're they, they doing it in a more political way. Yes, they doing All this so, shit, all this little politics. sneak shit they do, they do it in a political way. So it don't politics. look bad. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of what that what that was going on with that too is what's happening in Seattle with like you know taking over blocks you know what I mean six yeah. blocks of, you know what I mean they holding people in their house and like you know telling them they can't leave and they gotta you know they can't use the internet they can't show you know they can't you know record what's going on there's a lot of stuff going on in Wait, Seattle going that's on? crazy. Yeah, yeah so I like, didn't know about that. That that, uh, that Chaz, they made a little—I don't even know what to call it. Like it's it's some stuff I never even heard of in my life before. It's never happened in this country for sure. But you know, yep. it's 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 people that literally they took over 
six yeah, blocks in, Chicago, in, in, in Seattle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they doing it under under a Black Lives Matter name. I don't know if that's that's who's actually you know uh, uh, behind it. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people are confused. I don't. I'm not too sure. Hey, Matt, you know anything about that? Yeah, it's the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Um, yeah. And and they did kind of use everything from the movement to kind of initially start it. And because of all the eyes on um, police brutality and the way the police really had to back off in that area, um, we're able to do it. But it's definitely not directly associated with the movement. I'm sure there's people mm -hmm. in the movement that s support the movement and it, but I've seen a yeah. lot of video footage from around and, and when it first started kind of um, more so video footage inside. And it definitely isn't, it, it's definitely a mix of people who are just more tired of the government, I think in general. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think that it's something that is is pushed directly for Black Lives Matter. Like, but they are using the, the confusion to start to push other agendas, which may or yeah. may not end up being parallel to some of the same agendas. Yeah. What What do you guys think of keeps pushing these protests that that just keep going on? Do you think it's like? Is, do you think people's out there literally like still generally protesting about the issues going on, or they're trying to start something? to keep the people control because like I get it but I feel like it just like it just lost its course and it lost its meaning already mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's just it's losing momentum bro because that shit like I mean nobody can like who wants to go out and do a protest every weekend bro you know what I'm saying I feel like it, it's definitely losing momentum I feel like there needs to be other ways now let's protest like, <laughs> <laughs> People need to, we need to find another way. Like we can still do the protest, but there need to be other ways and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, cause too, too much of anything can kill, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. It, it's time, it, it, we done did the protest and it's time to make solutions, find solutions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I like, think if we not doing anything hey, to affect their the, income, oh, nothing's gonna change. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and on the lowest key, people using these, these little, uh, these little rallies and all that shit to turn up, bro. <laughs> I swear, bro. I, to I take advantage. Yeah. To take I advantage. I having a little dance, little dancing. I'm like, okay, these niggas. Yeah, like y'all out here for the cause, or all y'all out here just to socialize with people? You feel me? Exactly, exactly, so, bro. It, 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 it's, it's a lot of shit you definitely gonna see. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of shit you gonna see that should open your eyes, bro. Yeah, is, yeah. I really think that people yeah. We need we at the point that we need solutions, bro. We I'm tired of all these, you know what I'm saying? We we, we done protested enough. It's time for people to come together and find solutions. Bro. Yeah. yeah, facts, facts, bro. Because <laughs> the only thing I could say that the protests are doing is that it's making them try to do whatever they could to try to make people go back home. Because I feel like if they never if they never stopped protesting or whatever, they would have never like did like LAPD for example. They um decided to cut the budget from the police department and take like $1.2 million and give it to like the black community. But that would have never happened if people didn't go out and keep protesting because then yeah, they right. Right, everybody's already over. And, yeah. and I'm for the protest, but it's, it's yeah. questionable shit though, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think there need to still be protests, but I think there needs to be other ways right. too. It needs to be a plan. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's people out here watered down and watering down the protest. Bro, so, yeah. like, you, gotta, you gotta protest with a the purpose and effectively. If you're gonna yeah, be doing exactly. that, to be I seen a meme. The I seen a meme like that. It say, uh, "We not outnumbered. We just out strategized." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to strategize yeah. and find a solution. Yep. Facts. Like, that's, when, that's, when, like when people protest and they block a highway, like that costs money. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It does because like there's a lot of people who's like not getting to work. There's a lot of the the toes not being paid on the bridges, like that's a lot of shit. You feel me? If you're not doing shit like that, then it's just like, what are you really out there for? Just to hold up a sign that they could care less. They're just gonna look at you and wait till you go back home. That's it. And make sure you don't cause havoc. Facts. Like, I agree. That's why they say money is power. If you can mm -hmm. stop, you can stop money from being made from these people. That's power. You taking power away. The player sitting out, perfect shit like that. You feel me? Shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, like, I think one more, one more thing though. I think the biggest thing that, that had to happen out of this 
is that it's cool like everybody like like what you just said is all like people holding up signs like that's cool woo woo whatever but like where the real leaders gonna come out out of this you know what right. I'm saying? It's, like somebody gotta stand up and actually make a change like what you said jb somebody gotta somebody gotta really do something and that's what we yeah. missing you know yeah. and the crazy thing cow that you say that is because all the leaders we didn't have and got shot and killed. Yeah, they got shot and they got killed. And put in jail. Like them, the real ones, the real ones, the, the real fake ones. It's like what I said last week, bro. We got leaders amongst us, but them niggas shot every leader. So all the leaders we have, them niggas don't want to die. Yeah. That was the, that's the difference too. Like, cause Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they knew the consequences that would come. They wasn't that. afraid. They wasn't mm -hmm. afraid. That's and that's like y'all said, like like JB, you said we gotta have a plan, bro. Like there's nobody leading this plan. Like if you think about somebody like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, bro, they have they stationed one place, but they had connects in every other place. This is what we're doing. This is what y'all doing wrong. This is what needs to be done. Here's the blueprint. This is what you need to do. You are over Utah. You know what I'm saying? You are over um, LA. You over New York. Like we don't have that type of person right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and and just like with the, with the BLM movement, bro, I just feel like, you know, there is some good stuff that could come out of it. I just get, like I said, back to the terrorist group thing. You can't say that because there's bad apples and everything. Like I, I put in a comment on one of my boys' pages. Like I hate to do the Facebook back and forth stuff. I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But I was frustrated I had to speak up. So I was basically saying like, so if... Cause you gotta think in this Black Lives Matters movement and the protest, it's not just black people down there. So don't try to make it seem like because it's a Black Lives Matter protest that all black people are bad. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or the people that are in that group are terrorists. No. Um, I feel like in every group, any type of association, you can find a bad apple. So basically I said, so if, if that makes, if a couple bad apples in the Black Lives Matter movement uh, make that a terrorist group, then I said, I guess a couple of cops have ruined it for ruined it for the whole police force. You know what I'm saying? Because that, right, it's been some shitty cops. I got some good I got some good friends that are cops. You know what I mean? I know people who are cops. I've been yeah. around good cops. I know some chill ass cops too. That's really out that's there what, to help you people, not to be on some bullshit racist shit. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you can't say that. Like, that's a broad statement. Like, people can't, you gotta stop making these broad ass statements. Cause like I said, I know some good ass cops. And if that's the case, then those bad cops have ruined it for all y'all. And another thing I thought about is like, if I have a bad interaction with the cop one time or five times, the next time I see a cop, that cop does have a reason to be scared for his life. Because I, as an individual, am only gonna take so much. Like I just seen, I just seen a video, y'all probably seen it the other day. It was these two dudes getting arrested by a cop. One of them was in cuffs. The other one was getting ready to get arrested. And the cop just like forcefully pushed his head down, turned around, knocked the cop out. That's just a prime example of people getting frustrated and tired of this shit. You know what Man. I'm saying? So I, I feel like there's bad apples and everything. With that being said, I feel like, you know, there could be some better training and there needs to be certain consequences for police officers too. Like there yeah. are times where they got to use- But the police got a lot use. of bad apples. They do, they do. You can't- but I, but I, I feel I, like there needs to be some consequences paid because once the consequences are paid, the next ones are going to, they're going to think about those actions, bro. Mm -hmm. I can't stand when they, they, they commit murder pretty much and then they just get fired. Like, what do you mean fired? Like, can I go kill somebody and get fired? Yeah. Like, get that? fired from my job. Yeah. Like, how yeah. you not getting charges? Why do we have to go outside and ask you guys to, to persecute these niggas? Like, that don't make no sense. Yeah, bro. I just like so above the law. Yeah, I just seen something about that too. Uh, it was on Showtime. It was about like the '80s, cause y'all, the '80s and '90s, y'all know how bad it was in LA with the LA riots and all that stuff. And you know, they was just saying like it's a lot of like people who got into the police force and were already racist, and there were people that were high up in the police force that were racist. So you feel like certain certain people feel like certain officers feel like they could do certain shit because they knew they would get acquitted for it. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's a lot of bad, like we said, it just goes back to where there's a lot of bad apples and everything. So. Hey. No. I just feel like it's messed up. And then, yeah, I, 
Anybody else got something to touch on that topic? Because I got one more topic I want I want us to get into real quick before we get out of here today. Uh, what was the topic? I'm just like... <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, hey, so the last, the last topic, the last topic I want to talk about is is change. Like, what does change look like? If y'all had the ability to to make a change, like, what what would it be? What would it be like? How do we start with a change? I would something change realistic. Something realistic too. Schools. I would change ignorance. I think a lot of people is ignorant, and I think that's what starts a lot of racism. Yeah, fact. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, us classifying certain people as to doing certain things, like, saying, oh, yeah, you know, that's Mexican stuff, or that's what black people do, that's what white people do. Like, like that's, like, it's ignorant in a sense because it's, like, pretty much automatically labeling somebody as something, and then that could lead on to further racism. You know what I'm saying? Education. Education. That's yeah, school, man. I feel like once once we start teaching about the real history, you know what I'm saying, not this fabricated and, and fluffed up shit that they done put in our schools about the real history, what really happened, white history and black history, because we got to know both in order to advance the future. Got to know, know both. Got to know both. We can't advance the future until we under, until we know the truth, you know what I'm saying, because a lot of the shit that they've been teaching us is lies, man. Fabricated. You know, facts. That that just goes to like I was talking to somebody the other day on like you know we learn white history in school, but like in my elementary school, I, most of the schools I went to was predominantly black until I went to college, right? And like I learned about black history because I went to a predominantly black school, but I had to learn about white history too because that's the type of shit that we get we got you we get tested on and SATs and all that other type of shit. Or when we go to college, that's what we need to know. But I could I could ask somebody right now, I could ask somebody right now, like, what do you know about Booker T. Washington or Madam C. J. Walker? Or you know, you know what I mean? Like, like I could ask somebody that question, they're gonna who are those people? People mm-hmm. barely know people barely know about what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were actually doing. You know, Harry people just and all of them. <laughs> people think the Black Panthers were just like a like a like a terrorist group, bro. People I'm from where the Black Panthers were created. You know what I'm saying? So I know all about it. It ain't had sh- it didn't have shit to do with 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 what they think. Like the Black Panthers were started to protect the black community, feed kids before school and stuff like that, and make sure that there was no police brutality. Make sure that these young black men were doing what they needed to do so they can, you know, make sure that they're progressing the community. So that's really what the Black Panthers were. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get somebody on here one of these days too to talk about that too, talk about that movement. Cause education is really where it's at. Mm-hmm. But anybody else want to touch on like where they think like, like where they can make a change? Like, I think it's all about progress, man. Kind of what you just said. It's all about progress uh, overall in this country. Uh, as long as we got a two party system, I feel like it's, it's no real progress. You got one dude come in as president he going to do, you know, he going to do what he got to do. And then the next dude come, he just going to undo everything the last president did. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so we not really, as a country, we're not, we're not moving anywhere. We just yeah. staying stagnant. You know what I mean? If you ain't moving, you dying, really. And so, To touch on that, Calvin, uh, yeah. so they said, uh, I think uh, Trump is trying to pass like a law where skill set is looked at just as much as a degree. Right, mm-hmm. skill set is looked at as just as much as a degree. So just because somebody got a degree, don't mean they're better than that one person who never went to college for some shit. Like let's say, let's take somebody like let's say you for instance, you good with computers and shit. Let's say you never went to like no type of school, you just good with it, right? You mm-hmm. self taught. Somebody like you could be more qualified than somebody who went to college for it. But just have, right. just have, you probably will have 10 more years of experience than that person. They went to school for it, but in those 10 years when you were going to school, they've been doing that shit. So they got the, they got the experience, you know what I'm saying? So I feel right. like that's pretty cool, but I'm just saying that because let's say that law <laughs> does pass, the next president could be Biden who could be like, scratch that. We are going back to degrees. You got to have a degree for this certain job. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but that's what I, I so I agree with you on the two party thing. Everybody needs to be on the same page. Yeah, we got to be on the same page, man. 
I don't think that it could ever get to the point, though, to where we have just one party, because if we had just one party, then we would have been trying to overthrow our government. The reason why we have two parties, I feel like, is just because it keeps it balanced as far as, like, if you don't agree with the Republicans, then you're going to settle for the Democrats or vice versa. Right. I think that, but the founders of this country, they never, yeah, they never yeah. uh, intended it for, like, for, like, you just to be, like, a, you know, like a yes man, you know yeah, what I mean? Both. And yeah. both. And both and both and both parties are uh, by white people. There's not enough. There's not enough representation of Mexicans, Asians, and uh, black minorities. Yeah, we need everybody yeah. in that party. Are we gonna change? Yeah. I think it should I be ran. I think it should be ran by a, a board of board of governors. Like everybody has their individual state, right? The states are supposed to hold power. We're supposed to be able to, to elect our state officials, elect our local officials, and, and be able to control at least our, our, our smaller government. The smaller it gets, the more control we have, right? Um, but when, when you have like this single point of power and, and this federal government that's controlled by all this money and super PACs and everything else, when you strip all that away and you have a board meeting issues, voting, every Matt, you kind of broke. You breaking up a little bit, Matt. Matt, you breaking up a little bit, bro. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Say what you just said again. Um, <laughs> I uh. <laughs> I just think that that when you have this this seat of power where you have like the federal government that's all essentially controlled, it's all a big power grab, it's all big corporations pushing their agenda by funding super PACs and things like that. Um, when you strip that all away, we all have these state and, and local governments where the smaller the government gets, the more control we have. And um, to have a board of governors that, that ran the country where it, it's a true democracy in at that level of government as well, where they're voting to pass federal laws and, and they're like actually sitting in a room discussing the country. Um, to me, that's a better system than having a president or having, you know, a, a chief executive in, in office. Um, I, I just think that things should be a lot more balanced. And I think that, that there's a way we could achieve that. But that's my idea towards change as far as following up on you, Calvin, and, and the two-party system, because it's definitely broken. Right, for sure, for sure. I think I think it was set up and it intended to be to be really good, but right now all we have is a bunch of people that's they just trying to kiss the president's ass, man. You know what I mean? It's like whatever, whatever, whatever he do, you know what I mean? They just gonna follow, and that's not how it was meant to be. You know what I mean? Bunch of yes men. Bunch of yes men, dog. Nothing can get done when when they looking for their next check. They looking to which corporation is gonna pay me so I can pass the law they want, you know what I mean? Nothing, exactly. nothing is about the people, you know what I mean? Exactly. That, that's, the, that's the people who fund their campaign. Uh, yeah, that's 100% right there. I feel like like my way would change, it would kind of go back to uh, what, J, what JB and, uh, and Rock was saying, like, would be like school and education. Like, I, I thought about it like this, right? Like, you think about, like, these low-income communities and, like, ghettos, you know what, I, what I'm saying, what they call ghettos. Um, it starts with, like, the kids, man, in the community. Like, let's say you take five best friends, right? You take five best friends, and they all become millionaires. People like that need to go back to the communities and continue to build their communities. But think about it like this, right? If I go to a private school or something like that, you know, these kids are taught certain things that aren't taught in public schools. Like, I was thinking, like, if when, when I was in middle school or high school and I knew more about, you know, what it was like to be a fireman or what it was like to be, um, let's say, somebody who's in real estate or, or learn more about stocks. I'm talking about from, like, middle school to high school. You know what I'm saying? From there, I can start catering, my, catering myself to what I want to be. Like, I know all this stuff about real estate. By the time I'm 22, I can have my first couple properties. You know what I'm saying? By the time I'm 25, you know, I got so much in my bank account. And then right. by the time you're 30, you pretty much set up. And let's say you got 10 kids like that from a, from a certain ghetto or community. 
who already knew what they wanted to be from a certain point on because they knew about different jobs and mm -hmm. how to make money or understanding mortgages and shit like that. Now, so you build up the community from within, they come back, they build up the community, that's when we start succeeding. But I feel mm -hmm. like there's not enough shit that's taught in schools now to help people be successful. Like, yes, history and all that stuff is good, but where's the life skills? Like, teach me about a job. Like, tell me what I can do. Soon as I step, soon as I walk across that stage, I shouldn't be like, now I gotta go apply for jobs. I should right. be like, I'm about to jump into real estate. Or I already started my real estate when I was a junior. I started my education and shit. So now I'm about to just take off. I don't gotta go to class no more. I could go start looking at these properties. I can invest in these properties and stuff like that. So I feel like more stuff like that needs to start. Because if I could build in my community these properties and stuff, it's going to be over. Also, think about this, too. Like, Zoe, like, you from New York. Like, think about, like, all the stores and stuff you used to go to, right? The corner stores and all that. Ross, you from L.A.? Because I, I know how Cali is, too. You know what I mean? I'm from Cali. It ain't no black people that own these corner stores we go to. It's always Arabics, Amen. you know what I'm saying? Asians. Like, where's the black the black corner store owners, bro? That's you what's what missing saying? from like, our community, bro. And that, bro, that that go back to the uh, the like owning black black league or whatever, black ownership in the league, bro. We yeah. don't see that. We don't see that in our community, bro. When I was growing up, all, all I saw was Michael Jordan. I saw Michael mm -hmm. Jordan. I, I knew I knew Jay Z. Them was the black people I knew that was in a position, you know, a higher position. And so everybody, I knew they wanted to be, they wanted to be them. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a yeah. rapper. I'm saying nothing wrong with being a rapper. But by the time you get to the, get to a position where you can do something, actually, say you actually make it as a rapper, yeah. now you want to do something else. Bro, you got to go through so much just to, just to get to the next level. You know, once you actually become a rapper, you know what I mean? If 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 we knew about these things like growing up as a kid, we could we could have a better plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't Should know if I'm explaining that right, but you know. No, no, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. like we see like people like Michael Jordan and stuff all the time on TV. So yeah. that's what we want to be like. Like, yeah. bro, like I don't know. Like I don't know one black dude back home that owns like a corner store, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's trippy because that's the community we live in. What happened if I grew up? two blocks away from that store and the dude that owned that store was black. Or if I grow up and I, I buy that corner store, that shit's mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got the we got the communities. We need to build within those communities is what I think. Have, have you guys I seen think it goes deeper than that, though? Like, oh, it's deeper. Like I said, it starts, it really starts with educating. It starts with ed education. I feel like if we start educating these kids on paths, paths that they could go, and giving them a blueprint on how to get to that path. I feel like that starts, that helps because even with basketball, I got to a point when I was like, it was over, what do I want to do? I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I'm starting to learn now, I'm 30. You know what I mean? I could have had an idea when I was 18 or 16. You know what I'm saying? Real estate could have been my plan. Like I could have I could have dumped $100 into a, a, a stock, you know what I'm saying, when I was 16 or something like that. But the so, thing is that we gotta do the we gotta teach the information ourselves because we can't but see, we can't start with people who's so oppressing you know, us. Once we get on that level, the information. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like knowledge is knowledge is wealth. You feel me? So that's why they hide the knowledge of shit like that. You feel me? And then if you want to know that type of information, your kids to know that information. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty sure there's a school out there that you probably gotta pay mad money for. Which most people not gonna be able to afford. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I feel like we gotta just like create something to where we have a community of of giving people that knowledge, how to keep their credits good, and and, mm -hmm. and all that other type of shit that I feel like they should be teaching in high school and shit like that. Because exactly. once you jump into the real world, it's just like you you can you can get all types of loans, you can do all types of whatever, but nothing really gets you prepared to how to manage all that type of shit. Like you shouldn't be at eighteen years old. And with somebody coming to you for for you pretty much signing your life away for a twenty thousand dollar loan just to go to school, like to do something you might not even benefit yeah. out of. You know what I mean? And it's gonna yeah. fuck your life up because now you besides trying to live in life, now you stuck with this big ass debt that you wasn't even prepared to even take at that age because you wasn't mentally prepared enough. Exactly. I agree, hundred percent. That's just like they say, like a lot of people don't even make it to twenty one. You know where we from, like 
imagine if if they was like, if by 16, I'm already got my, my my mindset. I'm about to do real estate. I'm not worried about what's going on. You know what I mean? I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on getting that money so I can get this real estate going. I'm trying to step out of out of here for a minute so I can build everything up, get myself right. But, you know, I mean, so my, I guess my question, I, my question would be change towards what then? What do you mean? My I'm talking about think about okay, so like I could talk about Oakland where I grew up, right? I'm talking about change. Change starts from within. Like, bro, I know hustlers back home, bro. Like, I'm talking about people who making money in the streets, right? And they've been doing that since they was 18. But what if they knew other ways? Or even with that money that they got hustling now, bro, why aren't they investing that into yeah, properties exactly. and stuff like that? Why are you still hustling? A lot of us do it to ourselves. Like you saying, I know man niggas who touch like 100K, 200K, you feel me? They could have started businesses, did a lot of shit to... But, you know what I mean? It just goes that way to training the mentality. You feel me? Because exactly. a lot of people who get it quick, it's so quick to blow because they always feel like they can get it quick again. Yeah, exactly. So the exactly. money management is crazy. Exactly. Money management should definitely be taught, bro. I feel like that's where it starts because, like, if, I'm, if I could go make 100 grand in a year on the street, bro, it's time for me to try to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, or try to... I don't know, bro. I just feel like it's... It's a lot of other ways like we can help out our communities. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen an entrepreneur say something and that always stuck with me. He was like, How um it doesn't matter how much money money you make, it's how you manage your money because you could have people who's like making take Tyrese for example, matter of fact. Ty, Tyrese was making like I think he was making a hundred and thirty thousand a month, but his bills is a hundred and fifty thousand a month. He's broke. Money manager. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, so you you could have all this money, but if you're not manager, right, you could just, it, it don't mean nothing. Facts. It really don't mean nothing. Facts. So does that kind of answer your question, D-Black? Is like, is that what you were asking? Like, what do you mean by change? Change the mentality. You know I mean, yeah, I just think, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I, I just wanted some more direction with that because, like, uh, we say Obama said change is good, change is now, but he, he didn't change nothing, you know what I mean? So, like, when we say we want change, that concept can be so vague. Like yeah. We say, yeah, let's change this, let's change this, but we never, like, focus and hone in, okay, what are we really, what are we changing towards and what is it for? That's all. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was thinking, just more direction and more di detail, like, okay, change of mentality. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100% with y'all saying. Yeah. But Yo, you know, did y'all know Obama had a brother? My bad. Yo, listen, Obama has a brother. Yo, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Obama anymore. I'm not even going to hold you. He has a brother, bro, from Kenya, bro. Living like, living like, like, like he's not living, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like for your brother to be the president of the U.S., bro, and he's like living in a hut, bro, in Kenya right now as we speak. They said that man was adopted, bro. <clears throat> Who? Obama? Obama? Yeah. Nah, he wasn't adopted. His his dad is, is is from Kenya. His mom is white. His dad moved to um to uh, uh America oh, to get a, a to get a degree. You feel me? And got with a white woman or whatever. But his dad was real educated. You feel me? But he had other kids, which is Obama's brother, who's still in Africa right now. You feel me? So Obama got to grow up with his intellectual dad, whereas his brother grew up struggling with the mom. You feel me? So they're like have two different whole backgrounds and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? But for you to be a president and have all this bread and your brother's living like that is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to me. So I'm like, if you wouldn't even look out for your own flesh and blood, imagine you coming in to look out for your own people. You know what I'm saying? Right. When yeah. you have your own flesh and blood out there, like literally he's like struggling. Like there's a whole documentary on his Obama's brother, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna a check that out. Yeah, yeah, y'all check right, that out. Man. Man. You feel me? I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of this man. Because I feel like he was like a trick. I feel like, because I'm like, how could we, it was like a trick to like make black people, I feel like there's hope in the sense. Because I don't see how we could go from having a black president to somebody who just perceives themselves to be like just some racist ass nigga. Yeah, it, you know what I mean? It was like a smack in the face. It was like, all right, eight years. Oh, you guys think there's hope? You think there's change? Okay, okay. Boom, hit him with Donald Trump. You feel me? And then all this crazy. It's like it's like we took twenty steps back. 
Yeah, and then the real race just came out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I feel like as people, though, like, we could have did better because Obama was kind of held back when he was in the office because, like, legislators and, like, senators were never elected. That would have had him have more of a voice because when he tried to make change, like, it was kind of pushed back every single time because, you know, it, it, it's just a whole back. That's just politics, too. There's a lot of Republicans under him rather than Democrats. So if we would like, I mean, I, I vote. I think everyone should vote. That would help a lot. But I think if other officials were in office when he was, you know, when he had his presidency, it could have went a different way. I don't know about voting because there's so many people who keep saying, especially in the political world, about the whole thing with Donald Trump and then the Russians interfering with the election. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm not like, talking about the presidency, though. Yeah. I'm talking about like under those, like the under, uh, yeah, for like, like Congress House and, and the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now I know what you're saying, exactly. but, I'm, but like, but my whole thing is like, if if something as big as a presidency vote could get rigged, like, what does what do these other votes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, I feel I like that, that should be something that's... that shouldn't be able to be touched at all. Like, that's crazy. That's all just a yeah. distraction. It's still the electoral college for the president's vote. The popular vote mm-hmm. still means nothing for nothing. the, for, exactly. for the yeah. presidential yeah. race. But exactly. the president can't move without, you know, Congress and the House and everything else. And, and so hey, to Tao's point, we really have to make sure that we're loca- electing local government and, and being really involved there because they can hinder or help any presidential agenda. Because they will be the ones with the electoral votes? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That yeah. Does. yeah, Michelle t- touched on that in her documentary. So I thought that was pretty and interesting. With that being said, hey, y'all think we can end this? Nigga <laughs> gotta, gotta go eat. All right, y'all. Hey, so that's all that's all we that's all we got for today. Uh this was a great episode, I feel like. Uh, we're gonna be back at y'all next week for episode three. Um, we're gonna have some cool topics for y'all. So Division out. I'll let y'all later.